Yo, it's your host Ken with two ends, man. Welcome back to another episode of Blacks, man. If you're new here, first of all, thank you for coming. And if somebody sent you here, I appreciate that person that sent you here, man. Go ahead, give your boy a follow, or if you're on a different, if you're not listening on Apple Apple Podcast, I believe it's still subscribe. So either follow your boy, subscribe, whatever, <clears throat> whatever your uh listening platform requires and then also leave your boy a rating and or a review man it's, it's it's not that hard it's, pr- it's pretty simple um before we go into today's topic let me tell y'all something man i i, I recently was weighed on a scale and your boy is 180 um the last time i was 180 let me put it like this. The last time I was over 175 was like middle school. And it didn't look pretty. It did not look good at all. It looked disgusting, actually. But your boy weighed, I got weighed uh, about a week ago, last weekend. Your boy is 180. And I look. I mean, I look, I look great. I feel great. Like Deion Sanders said, "Look good, feel good, play good." Man, I I look great, and because I look great, I feel great, and because I feel great, I'm out here just killing the game. I, I'm I'm going crazy right now, and I mean, it's just I don't I, I mean I I've I look good before, but now I look even better. You know what I'm saying? And that's just a testament to my work ethic, putting in the work. And uh, what am I doing? Well, I'm always eating healthy. That's just, you know, I mean, well, Saturdays are my leniency days. And I specifically say leniency days, not cheat days, because I don't do cheating. I would never cheat on my uh, health. I would never cheat my health. So I do leniency days. And Saturdays are my leniency days where I slack off just a tad bit, just a little. I still watch how much I eat. But it's just the quality of what I eat is not what I'm used to from Sunday to Friday. So my leniency day is Saturday. But um, yeah, man, I've been in the gym lifting weights. I haven't lifted weights since my freshman year of college. I didn't lift weights at all in high school. Um, started lifting when I got to college. Saw a little bit of progress. Didn't really know what I was doing. Um, man, Derek got put on to calisthenics, started doing calisthenics, uh, which is fine. But then at a, a certain point I got bored with calisthenics. And so I went, started going back to the gym, started lifting again. So now, now I actually, I do both. I do weightlifting and I do calisthenics. And let me tell you, man, it's the best of both worlds. I would advise you to do both. I think it's fun to do both because I'm... I'm not getting bored with just doing weightlifting. I'm not getting bored with just doing calisthenics. I'm entertaining both, and it's fun for me. You know what I'm saying? And uh, what else, man? I went back to school. Had I went to school today, man? First day of class. It was amazing. Uh, like I, <laughs> like I was telling Derek and Tay, man. School institutional education is not that bad once you give it an actual purpose. Before before I dropped out, my shit I didn't have a purpose, so it was, you know, 
that was why I came to the conclusion that I came to. But now, having transferred schools, changed my major, got a purpose for what I'm pursuing. Yeah, we here, baby. Uh, and what else, man? I'm trying to think of what else. Told you about health. Told you about school. I don't know, man. I'm just loving life, and life is loving me. You know what I'm saying? Like, now, if you haven't listened to King Disease, King's Disease 2, which is the latest Nas album, my man said in, in the song Store Run, you, how you expect to get love if you don't show love, man? If you show love for life, life going to love you back. Simple as that. Bars. But anyway, man, let's get into today's episode. I love you. Is good, my black kings, my black queens, and my people of the kingdom. Man, you you looking at the title, man. I just want you to know personally from me that you, yes, you, you suck at spades. You. You suck at spades. See, now, I'll be honest. I, myself, am not a spades guru. I'm not a spades champion. I have lost plenty of games of spades. But I've also won my fair share. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest. You, you're not that good at space, man. You're, you're not that good at space. And that's okay. That's okay. But you want to know the reason why you're not good at space? You're, you, you're not good at space because you think that... You get bad hands. You get built. You get dealt a bad hand. That's that's why you suck at spades, right? Now, you may be a little confused. Like, where is he going with this? Where am I going with this? Is the question. I don't even know. No, I'm joking. I know exactly. Where am I going with this? It's in relation to life. It's not about the hand. That you are dealt. It's about how you play the hand that you are dealt. Let me repeat myself. Even though you've probably heard this before, I'm going to repeat myself. It's not about the hand that you are dealt. It's about how you play the hand that you are dealt. So in relation to life, a lot of, and I've spoken on this before, a lot of people... Have a victim mindset in life. They think, oh man, my life is terrible. I've had this happen to me. I've had that happen to me. I've gone through this. I've gone through that. But let me tell you, buddy. That's a very selfish view, first of all. Because you're not the only person who goes through things. Everybody experiences life. Everybody has gone through something, everybody is currently going through something, and everybody will continue to go through something in life. That's just the way life goes, right? So you you got to change your mindset from life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. 
the reason why you aren't happy with life, the reason why you aren't joyous with life is because you're focusing on the life that you have chosen to have. That's a, that's another thing. You every the reason why your life and I've said this plenty of times, the reason why your life is the way that it is is because is because of you, the choices that you made to get yourself in this situation. To get yourself to this point in life. The way that your life has gone, the history of your life and where you currently are and where you and the path that you that you're on is because of all of the choices that you have made in life up until this point. And so back to back to what I was saying previously, you're focusing too you're you're not happy and you're not joyous with life. You're not loving life because you're focusing on too much of what has happened to you versus exploring how you've handled what has happened to you and the big the let me tell you the the num the best way to find out if you have a victim mindset is this look at your last relationship if you i would this is what i want you to do think about your last relationship your last serious committed relationship and I want you to think about why that relationship ended without blaming the other person. Now, if this is hard for you or you're just like, oh, I didn't do anything. It, it ended all because of them. You are a victim. You, you have a victim. Well, you're not a victim, but you have a victim mindset. And that also shows a lack of accountability. Now, if you can look back on your previous relationship and say, well, for instance, let's say they cheated, right? You'd be like, yeah, they cheated, but what did I do? What what more could I have? And, you know, some sometimes people act... and. You know, people ask this question, well, what 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 did I do? What could I have done better? And they ask it at the wrong time. They ask it as soon as the relationship's over. No. You're when you ask it as soon as the relationship is over, you're asking from an emotional standpoint. And that's what makes it negative. Now, if you give that time to breathe, you know, you grieve that relationship and then you come back and be like, "Well, what could I have done better?" Now you're looking at it from a point of improvement, a point of growth, a point of health, of better well-being. Because you're not focusing on how exactly you could have been better so that that person didn't cheat. But you're looking at it from a standpoint of how can I be better as a person so that I don't get involved with people or in situations that could backfire on me. Because, let's say it like this, you could have been naive. This person could have been showing you plenty of red flags that they will cheat. But you could have been naive to it 
and so they cheat and then later down the road you ask yourself well how can I what could I have done better how could I have been better in this relationship and you look back and you think well maybe I could have vetted this person a little bit more and saw the signs that they were going to cheat at some point in time and then I could have saved us both well especially me myself the emotional distress that I experienced from ignoring the red flags that's how you that's how you got to kick it to yourself man and I'll, I'll give you a personal example of how of one way that I came from you know like one one way from my previous relationship that I analyzed in a way to eliminate the possibility of me looking at my last relationship from a victim standpoint now for the most part my last relationship it ended because of me I take full responsibility of that uh, it was four-year relationship uh, last two years of that relationship I was lying the whole time pretty much the, the full two years I was lying right and then eventually the truth came out and such and such and so my reasoning for lying was it was an excuse my reason for lying was that I said that I was lying to protect her right and so you know now having been removed from that relationship for pretty much uh, over a year now I've I've come to analyze that excuse I said to myself I was lying to I well I said to her I was lying to protect you and you know excuses sound the best to the people who are saying them and so you know at the time this sounded great like yes I, this is exactly what I was doing but you know now I've had the chance to you know I've separated myself grieved it whatever whatnot and I really thought about what does that statement mean what was I really trying to say and in that statement what I was really trying to say was that So I said so I said to her I was lying to protect you but what I was really was saying I was lying to you to protect myself Let me unpack that I was lying to you to protect myself So my main reason for lying was that I was I was just trying to keep her happy I didn't I was what I was lying about was like negative stuff stuff that I felt like would because uh, she had her own experiences and struggles with depression so I wanted to keep her as happy as possible to try to so that she just wouldn't fall off the wagon you see what I'm saying and so I was lying about negative stuff being and making it positive that's what the lie was I was I was turning negatives into positives when they weren't really positive you see what I'm saying and so what it was is that I was trying to keep her as happy as possible to protect myself so that I wouldn't experience the pain from not keeping her happy and then also as a consequence of not keeping her happy or making her happy she would then leave me 
And that part comes from my abandonment issues. That comes from being abandoned by both parents, being abandoned by one of my parents twice. You see what I'm saying? So in essence, that's what it was. I was lying to her to protect myself from abandonment, pain of not keeping her happy, and then just lying to myself to avoid negative emotions because I didn't want to deal with them. And see, this goes back to it's not about the hand that you dealt. It's about how you play the hand that you dealt. And so this is the hand that I was dealt. I was dealt with those abandonment issues. I was dealt with those the the pain I was dealt with the burden of not wanting to disappoint somebody so that they wouldn't abandon me but this is how I played it this is how I have played it well at first I played it as a victim like damn why is this the life that I got why are these the parents that I got and so you know now I flipped it and this is now how I play that hand in essence that I I got the parents that I got for a reason. I got them to make me tough. To be able to empathize with people who also feel abandoned, whether it be parents or with friends or just just anybody in general. You know, I this this and this is how I spin it in my head. This is how I play. I was I experienced the things that I experienced with my parents because I, it puts me in a position to be able to relate and connect with others who have this, have experienced or currently, or are currently experiencing the same emotions and sentiments that I have experienced from the relationship with my parents. And then also how that matriculates down into other aspects of my life, such as being in a relationship now i like i said she had her own struggles with depression i didn't ask to be with somebody who was depressed i didn't ask to be with somebody who struggled with depression you know what i'm saying that's that was the hand that i was dealt because yes i chose to be with her but i at at you know you know, once you're in that, that cuddly poo poo foo foo stage, you don't really see all of that, all the trauma and, and stuff like that, right? So, yes, I chose to be with her, but I had no awareness or I lacked vision, I lacked perspective on her mental health until later in the relationship, you know, when things got more comfortable and whatnot. And so these things. Now the depression surfaces, and I'm like, this is not what I asked for. These aren't the cards that I asked. I didn't actually be dealt this this ten of diamonds or this three of hearts. I didn't ask for this, man. I wanted I wanted the the I wanted the the ace, the ace of spades. I wanted the big joker and the little joker, but I got this ten of diamonds and this three of hearts. 
I didn't ask for this shit. But see, that's how you got to spin it. Like, I, even though I didn't ask for this, I'm still going to win. I'm still going to do my best to win at least two or three books with the hand that I have. And so, back to the relationship, I didn't ask for her depression. I did not. And see how I played it was, I played it in an unhealthy way at first. And now with hindsight, having evaluate, having separated myself from that experience, looking back on that relationship, I could have handled those cards a lot better and I could have won a couple more books. But that's the beauty in experience. That's the beauty in, in history. That's the beauty in hindsight is that you learn from your mistakes, man. You, you learn from your failures. You learn from past games. You saying, "Oh man," and and that's how you and that's how you learn from from others as well. Because you know you playing if you play with experienced people, man, you could have won. You won two books with that hand you had, even though it wasn't that good. I could have won four books. Let me show you how I did that. You see what I'm saying? That's where that like that mentorship and that coaching and that. Just that uh, some engaging with somebody who has more experience than you do comes from, but and that's the benefit of it. But like I said, man, this 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 whole thing is about. It's not about how. It's not about the cards that you're dealt. It's about how. It's not, it's not about the hand that you're dealt. It's about how you play the hand that you're dealt. And tip for women, a man. That that is how you can judge the level of character of a man. Look at how he handles certain situations. Look at how, specifically look at how he handles stressful situations. Does he ignore them? Does he acknowledge it but then procrastinate? Or does he get up off his ass and actually do something about it? You want the latter. You want that last one. You want a man that encounters a stressful situation, looks at it, be like, damn, this is not the most ideal, but we're going to make the best out of it. That's what you want. The other two, steer clear of those gentlemen because they they are exhibiting a lesser degree of, of character and not only character, but of actual manhood because a man should be able to encounter stressful situations with a calm cool collected head in efforts to make the best out of a not so ideal ideal situation so ladies before you get into a relationship with a man look at look at his past and look at the cards that he has been dealt and now look at the present and look at how he's playing those cars that he has been dealt does he have a victim mindset does he blame others for his problem does he blame the dealer for the hand that he has or does he say damn this is not a this is not a great hand but i'm gonna make it work you see what i'm saying and ladies this goes for you as well this goes for you as well there's no space for you either to be playing the victim mindset. Yes, you have daddy issues. Your daddy wasn't around. I get it. 
Yes, you've been mistreated by guys in high school or in college or whatever. I get it. But what are you going to do about yourself? What are you going to do about the experiences that you have? How are you going to use your knowledge of your past to make yourself better so that you can play the cards that you were dealt better so that you can win more books so that you be so that you can become a better spades player what are you going to do fellas ladies gents my kings queens black people what are you going to do about it because let me tell you, everybody else is going, let me tell you, 80%, whatever you're going through or whatever you experience, let me tell you this. I'm going to be straight up, I'm going to be honest with you. 80% of the people that you tell, well, not even that you tell, 80, 80, 80% don't care. And the other 20%, glad that it's you and not them. And that's just facts. That is just facts. I, I, who I, got, that? I got that from Les Brown. Les, I think Les Brown said that. Everybody is going through something, man. 80, 80% of the people don't care. And the other 20% are glad that it's you and not them. So stop being, stop playing this victim mindset. Stop acting like the world is happening to you. And act as if the world is happening for you. This happened. My parents uh, uh, abandoned me. Why? Because... And then list off as many positives. List off the positive. Matter of fact, this is what I want you to do. List off the negatives. List list off all of the negative things that have that have happened to you in your life. And I want you to fix sit down and figure out how can I turn whether it be the how can I turn this negative experience into a positive quality or aspect of my life for me my parent my parents abandoning me one of them abandoning abandoning me twice right that is a very negative situation how can i make that positive to not to not abandon my friends or my family and that's what i do i don't abandon my friends and i don't abandon my family because i know how that abandonment feels so why would I take that feeling and project it onto somebody else when it's not necessary for me to do that? And that's actually the most, in my opinion, the most coward and the most irresponsible way to behave is to take a negative emotion, a negative feeling, and then project it onto someone else because you've chosen to take a lack of accountability for the for the hand that you have been dealt. Simple. So, like I said, write down all the negative experiences that you have had in your life, and I want you to turn them into how can how can I spin this and make it positive? Whatever that whether that be your dad wasn't in your life or your mom wasn't in your life or your your parents were drug addicts or you had you was forced to you was raised by a single mom she was never at home 
because she was always working. You had to take care of your siblings or you was just out on the street, had to fend for yourself. You was homeless. How can you take that, flip it on this head and make it something positive? It's all about not playing the victim. And it's about waking up, opening your eyes and realizing that your life is not happening to you. Life is happening for you. And a lot of, I know for a fact, for some of y'all, this message is going to go over your head. You're going to continue to play the victim. And it's going to, by the time you realize that your life, if you had taken accountability for your actions, for your choices, and for the, and for the position that your life was in earlier and where you could be now, it's going to be too late by the time. It's going to be way too late. Way too late. Because cause had you taken action earlier, had you eradicated that victim mindset earlier, you your life could have been in a way, way better position and a way better you could have been in way better circumstance than you are in currently. But I mean, like it's it's all up to you, man. You can continue to suck at spades, or you can become a grand champion. It it just depends on you and how you play the hand that you are dealt. That's that's all it is, man. That is all life is. Life is not happening to you; it's happening for you. It's not about the cards that you're dealt. It's about how you play the hand. That's, that's what it's all about, man. I think pretty much got out everything that I wanted to say. I think I gave a pretty good personal example of accountability and looking at how I can play my hand. Oh, and well, l- let me say what I got from discovering that I wasn't lying to her, but actually lying to myself to avoid certain emotions is that just don't lie now i just don't lie because that saves me a lot of pain that saves uh, other people a lot of pain um i i earn trust i earn more trust and i earn it faster um excuse me people appreciate my honesty my transparency um now the degree of my honesty does change depending on who i'm talking to because with some people i do i will be a little more graceful because i don't want to you know, it's just some people aren't always in the space, specifically mentally, to accept a certain level of honesty. And so I do sometimes, you know, dumb it down a little bit, sprinkle a little sugar on top, make it make it a little bit sweeter. But for other people, I'm just like, yeah, this this I give it to them cut and dry. This, this is what it is. Ain't no beating around the bush. Ain't no pussyfooting. This is exactly what it is. It is what it is. You dig what I'm saying? So that was what I learned from not having properly played that hand as well as I could have. I could have played it better. But now that I've looked back on that game, now that I've looked back on that experience and I've learned from it, now I can go from winning two books with that kind of hand to winning four books with that kind of hand. If you don't know these spades references, I suggest that you call your um that that one your great auntie. Yes, that that specific great auntie who who always sitting at the table be like, "Come on, baby. I know you got that 
I know you got that king of hearts in your hand, baby. Go on, throw it that one. Who be reading the fucking table? She's like a guy. We all got one. She either she either like your great aunt or like your great grandma or your grandma or something like that. And they just somehow just got like psychic powers and just know the the who got what cards. I don't know. It's crazy. But anyway, man, that's it for today's episode. Like I said, I had to give y'all come on here, give y'all some knowledge, give y'all that good good. Give you the like I said. It's it's good to have that knowledge and that deep in the deep conversations and the deep talk. But it's also good to, you know, let loose a little bit, have some fun and some mindless entertainment. Even though that wasn't mindless, because that's an actual real situation. And you know, one day, one day I'm gonna make an episode where I explore the victim mindset. We what we're gonna do, what I'm gonna do is put myself in a position to play the victim and then we're gonna have a discussion because what i talked about was getting out of the victim mindset but what i want to explore is the kind of like the psychology behind being in a victim mindset how a victim views the world i want to go into that a little bit deeper i think that'll be a really really interesting episode and i think that'll provide more clarity on whether or not you're playing as the victim or whether or not you have a victim mindset versus me saying, okay, just, you know, these, these are like some of the characteristics of a victim mindset, get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it'd be better if we actually go on to the other side, discover the other side, play the vic- play the role of the victim and try to look at life with those eyes from that perspective versus the perspective of having come out of the victim mindset i just said a lot but hopefully that um hopefully that wasn't too confusing but anyway man that's it for today's episode thank you all for tuning in to another episode of blacks like i said i always appreciate y'all's love and support man we're growing we're doing the damn thing and it's all because of you guys i'm gonna gonna keep trying to push out good content for years and years and years to come but anyway man whatever platform that you're listening on follow or subscribe leave a rating and or a review don't forget to share this with somebody man black peace black love black soul i love y'all be safe we out peace